Hey, busy sister. I'm so excited that you've come to this podcast. This is the place where you're going to find the uplifting, lighter side of life. Together, we're going to laugh totally at our kids' expenses. We're going to apply funny stories and life antidotes to biblical principles so we can take away the deeper lessons and implement those into our everyday lives. Because we're moms, we're going to find solutions for self-care, stress relief, and all the other things that seem to make life a little more overwhelming. I believe there is a way for us to find more joy and simplify from the inside out using scripture and a biblical foundation as our platform. Together, we're going to laugh, be inspired, grow in our intimacy with Christ, and find the sisterhood that you've been praying for. It's time to get uplifted, sister. This week, I'm going to share an embarrassing personal story with you for two reasons. First, because I find it rather hilarious now, though honestly I didn't at the moment. And secondly, I think it's a great example of a principle we'll explore more in a couple of minutes. So several years ago, when I was in residency, we frequently took call for inpatient consults in the hospital. This particular day, I was on call and I received a page from the hospital team that they wanted a derm consult on a patient with a leg rash. So I packed up my things and I headed to the hospital to find the patient's room. And when we were on call, we had a pager, but sometimes we'd also get texts from fellow resident physicians on our phones, so I routinely left the sound on on my phone, and then I would just keep it in my pocket. And to make the alert less intrusive, I changed it to this kind of subtle, gentle sound. So I make it to the patient's room, and he's there, already settled into his hospital bed with his wife in the chair at the foot of the bed. And I talk to the patient and take a thorough history, gathering all the pertinent details to start working through the possible diagnoses. With the history complete and really nothing further that his wife wanted to add to the story, the next step is to take a look at the rash. So he's laying in bed and he's in hospital pajama pants and he's got a hospital um, shirt on as well. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to assess his skin. And the rash is on his thighs as well as his lower legs. So just pulling up the pant legs isn't going to be adequate because I really need to see the whole thing. So after contemplating this for a second, I asked the patient if he can stand up and pull his pants down so I can take a look. So he sits up out of bed and then stands up. And as soon as he starts lowering his pants, I get a text on the cell phone in my pocket. Now, this isn't a huge deal. Texts happen, and usually they're quickly ignored. But in an attempt to make the alert less intrusive, I had changed the alert to a whistle. So the patient stops dead in his tracks and looks at me and says, Did you just whistle at me? I couldn't backtrack fast enough. No, 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 no. It was my phone. I got a text on my phone. It's the alert for my text. He was horrified. I was beat red. And his wife was laughing so hard, she almost fell out of her chair. And I can laugh about it now, but I was mortified at the time. And it probably goes without saying, I immediately changed the sound effect on my cell phone for a text alert to something that didn't even resemble a whistle. So mistakes and bad things happen. We do and say things that we wish we could take back. Well, 
I certainly do, so I'm assuming you probably do too. And we've all been on the receiving end of this equation as well. But doesn't it become so much easier to tolerate when we know the intentions behind the actions? When we can look past the action and see the motivation is far from malice, deceit, or intentional harm, it shows the heart of the individual so much more clearly. Intentions matter. They matter when we make mistakes and they matter when we're doing the right thing. Jesus talked about the Pharisees in the Bible. They may have kept the letter of the law, but did they really keep the spirit of the law? They thirsted to condemn rather than to love. They would stone their brother rather than love and offer acceptance of the person, not necessarily the action, but the person. But haven't we fallen short of the glory of God? as Romans chapter 3 tells us. And in John chapter 8, the Pharisees bring Jesus a woman. And this is a great example of kind of a glimpse into their intentions. They bring her this woman who was caught in adultery and ask him if she should be stoned. Now, this wasn't about love. The intention, the motivation was to trap Jesus. They were trying to ensnare him. They wanted to convict him on something, to tear him down any way they could. Instead, he extended grace and love for everyone, really. He who is without sin can cast the first stone. He could have played the same game as the Pharisees, but he didn't. He could have cast the first stone at the woman, but he didn't. His motivation was love, and it's a stark contrast to the motivation of the other players in the same story. The Ten Commandments are a perfect expression of God's love, and when you step back and you look at them, you will see they're really truly summed up in two actions. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. You can ask yourself in any given situation, what are my intentions? Am I loving God with all that I am and giving him my best? Or am I placing another God above him? Maybe it's money, worldly aspirations, self, whatever it is. It will become apparent when you boil it down to your intentions. When you interact with people, what's your intention? What's your motivation? Did something happen between you and a friend? Take a look at your intentions. Take a look at their intentions. Was it rooted in selfishness and jealousy or love, but the plan went sideways? This doesn't mean that we never run into situations where even in the best of intentions, something happens and it requires an apology. But certainly there will be fewer if our heart is in the right place. And often the recipient can see we didn't truly mean that offense. Like the patient I whistled at when he dropped his drawers. It was completely apparent my intention wasn't to whistle at him while he disrobed. My boys, as typical brothers, get into squabbles frequently. One will hit the other, and when I send the offender to timeout, they insist, I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it. Um, you ran down the hallway with the toy in your hand specifically to chuck it at your brother. You certainly did mean it, little one. (laughs) So this week, take the opportunity to take a self-inventory. 
what is your motivation? Is it love for God and love for your neighbor, or is it something else? Submit it to God. Submit yourself to God. Let him work on your rough edges and change your heart. He is the transformer of our hearts, but we have to be willing to let him. So take the opportunity in your interactions with yourself, with your colleagues, with your friends, and just take some time to reflect what are my intentions? What are my motivations? And as we strive to let God change those in us to make our motivation love, we better reflect the character of Christ. Lord, thank you for seeing past the noise into the true intentions of our heart. Transform us into a better reflection of Christ and his love and his immense love for others. Transform us from the ground up Help purify our intentions so the rest will just fall into place. We can't earn our salvation on on our own, Lord, but we also can't will ourselves to keep your laws perfectly. What we can do, Lord, and what we want to do is to give our hearts over to you to change, purify, and transform us, Lord, from the inside out. Our salvation is through you. And we lay our everything at your feet. Thank you for never giving up on us and for accepting us as imperfect as we are. Amen. Wishing you joy, laughter, and an uplifted week, friends. Until next time.